This is a sound check. Sound check. Sound check. Sound check. All right, keep talking, Bebs. Hello, this is Bebs Hack from Longview, Washington, coming at you through, or coming you from Joe's room. Keep going. So, today was a major experience. Um, a lot of trial and error when it came to the Raspberry Pi Zero W and just a normal Zero. But more uh, success rather than uh, failure, so that, that's a good thing. Okay, that'll that'll conclude for the uh, sound check there. But except I'm gonna turn you Ooh. up. And yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. All right, try again. Testing one two three. There we go. That's a little bit better. I'll just turn me down. <laughs> now we'll be about even. And then I'll turn the mains up and the monitors up there. Uh, there we go. Okay. All right. Sensor tones. Testing. Uh, Joe's sensor tone is boom schlock a 320i. Mine is obtainable. All right. That'll do it for the sound check. Deet. Welcome to our special episode 50 for all of those who haven't been listening in on the Patreon. So this is a free episode we decided to release because uh, everybody's got to listen to one every now and then, right? Well, yeah, I guess. You're right, Joe. Yeah, so if you want to listen to the other uh, 44 episodes you missed, just go to uh, jamcab.com. No, sorry, patreon.com slash jamcabpod. I'm kidding. We've just sucked at recording things. Yeah, so we've been uh, a little bit... Um, Partially my fault. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, we haven't been able to record recently due to some uh, technical malfunctions in... Life happens. Life, yeah. Life. Life. Yeah. So, how have you been since we've last heard from you, Bebs? Well, um, I finished this semester off with great grades, I would say. Uh, math not being my best grade, but that's that's fine with me. It's passing. Um, well, also, yeah, my I, I've been doing great. Have a new stereo system. Um, I basically, yeah, I'm doing great. How about you, Joe? I'm doing all right. I mean, everything's going pretty normal. There's nothing like super outstanding, but like. Ooh, like, yeah, yeah, those are definitely the words everybody wants to know. I mean, so, choir's been happening, and that's fun, and then we did what we did, and then other than that, there's, like, nothing really memorable. I mean, Christmas happened. Anything good for Christmas, Bebs? Um, for Christmas, well, I got a lump sum of cash, and then... A week to yourself. A week to myself, which was pretty epic, um... Hung out with a bunch of friends, um, Me. Miguel and like Colton, which who aren't here this episode. Big sad. But that's okay because they they they're not going to be able to talk about what we experienced recently. So, yes. um, but yeah, uh, Christmas. Uh, the, uh, basically, Christmas is great. Yeah. So, 
what remained of your Christmas? Uh, what do you mean? Like, do you have anything still left over of your, like, lump sum of cash? I have, like, 50 bucks left out of, like, 70, so. So that's what remained of your Christmas? Yeah. You know what remained of Edith, Edith Finch? Oh, that that terrible game. Yes. So we um, we took about two hours today and played the entirety of a singular game. How was it, Babs? Well, for one, is one of the more more uh, boring times of my life. But it was a, uh, I would say, it wasn't too uh, boring. It was decent, actually. Um, it's like a first person. It, what do you would you consider it a I puzzle mean, game? Okay, I'm trying to be as spoiler free as possible right now. I'd say What Remains of Edith Finch isn't really as much a game as it's just an interactive movie. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's a true statement right there. Because, yeah. Yeah, there's certain things you have to do to advance the story, but like, there's nothing you can do wrong. You can't lose the game unless you quit. Which yeah. Which is it, welcome, welcome thing to do. <laughs> yeah, it it took way too long to beat so. Spoilers alert. Um, it well, if you well, love. What was your favorite part of the game? My favorite part of the game was where that one person died. Oh yes, that that's very, very descriptive. Oh wait, I mean, I mean, where everybody dies. Excuse there, me. There's a spoiler warning. Yeah, that that's a spoiler right there. I'm sorry. Yes. Everybody dies. It's okay. You said spoiler anyways. So if you don't want to have any spoilers, um, like skip twenty minutes ahead ish, or Joe from the future, you'll uh, you'll probably just tell us when. Great, <laughs> thanks, Joe from the future. You're amazing. So, what remains of Edith Finch? E- mm, English mm. is hard. What remains of Edith Finch is, if you've ever played a Telltale game, it's like that, but you have no choices. It's imagine like um a Call of Duty interactive cutscene. Where like you have quick time events. Oh wait, um, have you ever for two hours? Well, no, um, it's sort of like Borderlands, uh, the what is it? Tales oh. from. No, because that you get to actually make choices and that that affect it. Oh, that is true. Tales from. There's the... literally Sorry. nothing you can do here that does anything of importance. Yeah, it, it it's a very straightforward game. It. Like it, I said, imagine like a Call of Duty cutscene where you can like move your head around for two hours. But it has a 4.3 rating on the App Store, so... Which I, I don't know how it got that. Uh, it's probably a bunch of the people who just appreciate the storyline, I guess, which... Uh, it's a pretty... It's an okay storyline, I would say. Not the best. Yeah. But if you had to give us a five-minute rundown of the entire game's storyline, how, how would you say that? Well, it's about a girl who basically has to... F- f- she wants to... Fi- uh, she's writing a story, right? writing a story to her child and the story consists of all the family deaths and how she uh, found out how they died so it's like each death is like uh, a mystery why they died or yeah so she had to find out how they died by going into every single room and finding notes left by each family member before they died so it's basically it yep the entire story takes place in, like, this one house, and it's supposed to take place in Washington, but, like, you never really see that besides, like, when you first get there, and it's like, ooh, it's cloudy, ooh, there's trees, it must be Washington. Ooh, foxgloves. Ooh, yes, one flower. Yeah. But as you keep playing the game, you enter a house, and you go into the first room, and you think it's going to be a horror game, because the first thing it does, the very first <laughs> thing it does is you try and enter one of the doors, and it's like, oh, no, there's something moving around in the garage. I don't remember that. 
and then you go in the garage, there's literally nothing. Yeah, there's nothing in the garage. Um, I guess there is some like there's it. Some it creepy does. Elements, it doesn't show any gore or anything. It just uh hints to it. It. Yeah. Yeah, it's nothing like gory. So. But the entire premise is that the Finch family is cursed ever since way back when, and everybody in the family dies really soon. So what it is is it's this, the daughter, the daughter of the, well, I guess you could say the antagonist, I suppose, which is the mother of that game. She's she's saying, like, yeah, my mom kind of, like, took me out of the house when I was, like, six because there was a curse and she wanted to get away from it. And then she keeps going on and on and say, there, I believe they're just more stories and curses. And then she dies in the end. Yeah, um, which it probably hints, like, at the end that she died from childbirth, but, yeah. But it's like, what remains? It's like, what? I mean, if you really pay attention to the title, it kind of tells you that she's going to die from the very beginning. Yeah, because so, she's writing a letter to her child. Yeah, but as she's going on and on, it's like, well, this person died this way, and we don't know how they died. Or, I swear, there was this one, like, little girl who had, like, a shroom dream and then died of a heart attack. She's like, hmm... No, she was probably on pot or something, because she was like, I was so hungry, so I ate the toothpaste, and I ate these random berries. Yeah, she and got then... the munchies. <laughs> <laughs> and then she was like, then I saw this bird outside of the window, and I was still super hungry, so I jumped out the window, and then I was a cat. Ooh. Yeah, it, it's it's very trippy, some of the animations in it. It's yeah, weird. But just starting with the first thing you do in the game that's kind of trippy, it's it basically kind of sets up where it's like, oh no, is this a horror game? Because you go from being cat... And then you are an owl, and you go eat rabbits. To a shark. And then you become a shark, and then you go eat a seal. And, and then after an octopus. Shark, you're like this uh, octopus monster thing who drags itself around eating humans. And then you drag yourself through the toilet into the girl's room under her bed. And it's like, and then you go back to being in the girl's point of view, and you're just like, well, am I about to get jump scared? There's a monster underneath my bed. That's like the, that's where it left us off, and then... But then what you see when you get out of that, like, flashback is that every animal that she saw was a stuffed animal in a room. Like, there was an owl mask yeah. on the door. There were two stuffed rabbits. There and was a jellyfish octopus-looking thing on the bed that was, like, a stuffed animal. I, s I swear, one of the stuffed animals was a cat, so... Some... Yeah. Yeah. But then, as you keep going, it's just like, well, there's also a guy living in the basement, and he's been living here for 30 years. It's her uncle. Yeah. So... Sorry for the spoilers, but... Well, we gave the spoiler warning, so... Yeah, but still, sorry about them. But it's... All in all, if out of ten star, uh, Out of I'd ten... I'd give it, like, a, a six. I'd give it a six as well, that's what like, I was going to say. If You have to be the very specific kind of person in order to enjoy that game. Yeah. But if you had to have a number one favorite death, what would it be? Um, Just because I had to play the whole entire thing, and it was so... It was a multitask, like, thing where you oh, had to... Yeah, I, I hated that one and loved it at the same time. It's it's about a... This guy gets, like... He works in a can a cannery, right? Yeah, it's a canning factory. He works at a cannery. Um, and he chops off fish heads. He, he chops off fish heads. He picks it up, puts it in the yeah. machine, and then he chops head off, and he puts it on a conveyor belt. But, um... If you guys are going to play it, it... He basically, at the end, um, decapitates himself. But that, that's probably my favorite death. It's almost like a Dingarampa, if you ever heard of that. Hmm. Yeah, the entire point of that, what is it, like a 20-minute minigame? 
It is about a guy. It's a, it's his about imagination. It's his job so much that he hallucinates. Yeah, it's his imaginations, and, and and it's narrated by a therapist. By a psychiatrist. Oh, a psychiatrist. Yeah. And it's like, well, then he said he was the king, and he loved being the king so much that he, when he thought back of himself in a cannery, he hated it. He hated it so much that he was like, you know what? The real me is the king. And when he went to go get crowned, he just cut his head off. And he's like, well. How about you, Joe? What's your favorite death? Okay, like the favorite one to play was the baby, but that was really messed up. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there's this scene, and it's talking about how, like, okay, there was a baby who used to live here. And it's it's coming from, like, you, you're you reading through divorce papers, and it's saying, like... It's not your dad, fault. It's like, I'm sorry that I called, and that I'm sorry that I distracted you, and that this led to this. But he, the baby always laughed whenever we were around, like he always had his own world. And then it's like, playing as a baby in a bathtub. And then all you see is just a whole bunch of things swimming around. And they're like little stuffed frogs and rubber duckies and a little stuffed whale. And it was really fun to play as because like it's got really janky physics and you do a whole bunch of bouncing. But then you end up drowning as a baby and that's kind of sad. Yeah, that th- that was pretty... I was a bit appalled by that, but I mean, granted, there's so much death in that game. It's, it's no. not surprising. Favorite one, the guy who got knocked off the mountain by the deer. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. So there's this... There was this animation, right, where it was, uh, t- the view was through a camera, and so what you are, you're a girl who is on a hunting trip with her father, and you're taking pictures of wildlife views um, along the trail, and so just like things that you see along the trip, but one of the final scenes of that little um, animation thing that you go through, um, is the dad is setting up a timer photo of you next to a deer that you just shot. And um, right before the shutter uh, closes... He's holding it up by the horns. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. saying, it's twitching, Dad, it's twitching. He's like, they always do that. Yeah, and so what happens later is uh, the deer just bucks him off the side of a cliff that they're on. And it, it it's, like, captured, like the perfect moment of him being uh, being like knocked off the side of the cliff. It's just kind of funny because like he's kind of like being passive aggressive towards his daughter trying to get her to shoot the deer and she's like dad I don't want to and he looks at her and says you don't have to do anything it's just if you want to live and be strong oh. so he so he talks her into <laughs> shooting the deer and then she's crying over the deer and she he's just like eh, it'll be fine let me get this picture and he gets knocked off the cliff and she's like you got what you got. You got what you deserved. Well, no, no, no. Hear me out. Um, the dad was saying to the girl that she she needed to uh, grow up and accept so, like death or something like that. But like that's it, it. It's out of context. But yeah, it's probably what he's trying to prepare her for. But regardless, that game is whack. It, it is. It's pretty whack. And then just at one point, you're just like the narrator who's the mother of the character okay so the entire thing is a flashback because you start the game on this boat and you're reading a book and then you're seeing it through the eyes of the person who wrote the book and in the middle of this book it's like well if I knew there'd be this much climbing around the house I wouldn't come when I was 22 weeks pregnant and it's like wait a second whoa whoa, whoa. wait, wait I, that, that I did not get why was she 22 weeks pregnant well, what does that probably mean? that she wanted to write the book for the baby if she ever died so, because she's like, there's no curse, but you need to know where your family comes from. And it's 
easier for her to write it all out than to tell them. That means if she's 22 weeks old pregnant, that means the baby's overdeveloped and... You do know 40 weeks is... Oh, 22 weeks, right? 22 weeks, I, I was 22 thinking, months. I was thinking 22 months, excuse me, I'm like... Congratulations, Babs. Yeah, I'm, I'm not the brightest bulb in the bunch, it's alright. That's, that's how, uh... Okay, yeah. I, when a mommy and daddy love each other very much. <clears throat> um, I'm I'm a, f I'm not from America, so I'm bad at English. So that doesn't mean that you don't <laughs> need to know how long it. It takes nine months for a baby to, d to develop in a woman's womb. That's that's yes, what I know. There we go. All right, that's enough biology. Yep. Okay, that's enough. Keep listening to us. We're lonely. I swear, we'll stop. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that game was pretty whack. We played this in a uh, short span of. Two only two, two hours. Two and a half hours. Two and a half hours. Yeah. Two and a half hours of doing nothing because there's no run. It's all just super slow. Yeah, actually, I woke up and then like, twenty minutes later, we started playing this game. So yeah, I, you woke up, had two donuts, and was like, screw, it, we got to play this game. Yeah, and I was like, okay, fine, let's go, let's play it, and we played through it, and it was an experience. Now, if we had to make a list, would this go on the list of our favorite games? I would. I would say no. No, yeah, I was going to say no. <laughs> I would say this is the game you give to, like, a teenage boy if you're trying to punish him. Because <laughs> it's yeah. so slow and dull. Unless you are truly into what this story is, or you're having, like, a friends over, and you're having a grand old time just bashing it. Yeah, that's what we did, actually, but more or less. I There is good craftsmanship in the game. They did very well it's making it. It's great animations. It's pretty good animations. It, it's really good for what it is. It's just what it is is not that good. Yeah, that is true. So, now let's get to the uh, actual topic that's actually fun today. Bebs, would you mind telling us what a Raspberry Pi is? A Raspberry Pi? Well, it, it can vary in sizes from... The Raspberry Pi Zero through uh, Raspberry Pi Four, which is the newest one, but a Raspberry Pi is essentially the most minimalistic computer you can like have. Basically, it's 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 about the size of a stick of gum. Yeah, the, the computer. Ones we have anyways. So there's five models. Okay, there's more sub models, but there's five standard models. There's the Pi Zero, and then one, two, three, four. Four came out like last year. And the one is about the size of the palm of your hand. The two, three, and four are all about the size of a credit card. And the zero is about the size of a stick of gum. And Joe and I both have zeros, except I got the... Uh, so the he has the zero W, which is a sub-model, which means it has Wi-Fi in it. The W stands for wireless, so, yeah. So, he's about the size of a stick of gum, and they cost $5 and $10 respectively. Bebs's was 10 because he has the Bluetooth and Wi-Fi. Yeah. That's that's basically it. Yeah. And what did you do with yours, Bebs? So mine, it, so I have a stereo, new stereo system up into my up in my bedroom, and one of the things that I was hoping I could do was use a Raspberry Pi to stream music, but my plans sort of went downhill from then, uh, from there, because the Raspberry Pi Zero W, though it can connect to the internet, the the processing of internet is not the best because of its cpu that how, how much how much ram well the cpu is like um it's a single core so yeah and it has half a gigabyte of ram yeah it's not a lot so ram isn't the problem though it's just the cpu as what, soon it was as you a cpu to yeah think about clicking on a web browser cpu jumps 100 yeah so essentially it it worked um for browsing we actually got one video to work only one video um 
but my plants were sort of spoiled by this. So how long did it take that video to process, Bebs? About half an hour to load one video. One YouTube video. One YouTube video. Yep. So, what else did it do? Well, essentially, uh, I've had to instead of uh, what's it called? Stream music on it. I've had to transfer files of music that I've had. Um, and it's on the actual memory card that or SD card that's inside the computer right now. But um, the problem with that is, it it's you can't transfer large files all at once. You have to transfer them separately because otherwise it's too much memory at once for that one SD card. Yeah. But how was the uh, setup? Well, the setup um, when we first booted up the Raspberry Pi, we were ex very excited because it worked and it's it was running Raspberry Raspbian and but uh once we booted it up we had to set up set up the settings like every single little thing that was needed to keep the res Raspbian um from like well we s it was like date time wifi yeah, yeah. That, and then we did updates well that was uh the date time everything was very quick but until we reached updates and downloads that took us about an hour and a half yeah we we literally just clicked it and then walked away ate dinner did all that played some games played some played some Xbox games which we'll probably talk about at a later date and then yeah that that that's basically it um b besides that um during the wait um we were talking about how, what I would use it for because I I was talk because we found out how slow the Raspbian Pi was for browsing anyways for browsing so what so what I had what I found out from this was that um, internet was no longer a real like thing I needed reliable, reliable thing that I I could use but um, granted Bluetooth works perfectly fine on Raspbian Pis um, Raspberry Pis excuse me. Zero W's. Yeah, the the Bluetooth works perfectly fine because we linked up a Bluetooth uh, keyboard to it, and we we had a wireless mouse that was collected uh, connected by a dongle. Um, well, a hub, anyways. Hub, whatever. Yeah. Um, but by just because uh, uh Bluetooth works, Wi-Fi, it's iffy. Um, what you can download what you need to download. It's just it's not yeah. good for Oh, wait, 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 wait. We forgot the most important thing. We forgot about Minecraft. Minecraft was able to run on the Raspberry Pi. And you can get it for free. And it's for free. And not only does it run, it runs smoothly. It's a smooth... Yeah, you can full screen it even, and it runs smoothly. So that's a plus, actually, surprisingly. So that is definitely one of the upsides to it, is if you really wanted to get one just purely as a Minecraft machine... It's almost worth it just for that. Because you can buy a Raspberry Pi Zero and then just download the thing online onto an SD card for cheaper than you can buy Minecraft. Okay, Joe, we've talked about my Raspberry Pi. Let's talk about yours. So mine, I bought a whole bunch of peripherals for it, which means I had to buy a USB hub because it only has one micro USB for data. I bought a power extender. I bought uh, two USB controllers, which... You'll find out what those are used for in a second. I bought a micro SD card, which obviously, and I bought the Pi itself, 
And then what we did was I used Etcher and downloaded the RetroPie software from the RetroPie website, and I used Etcher to flash that onto my microSD card, which flashing is basically burning it onto it. Makes you makes it so it's recognizable as soon as as soon as anything reads it, because these Raspberry Pis they don't have any storage on them, so you have to use micro SD cards to run everything. So we pop the little micro SD in, and it boots up. And as you boot it up, you it boots up almost instantly, and it, you, there's no need for it to update it first until you go in, you start fiddling with the settings, which then you get it to work for your remote. You work for that. You have to put in the inputs separately to... So you have to register your remotes. Yeah, you have to register the remotes. Make sure you got your sticks, like your gamepad basically, uh, lined up uh, lined up with like the settings and stuff. So. And then I updated mine. So I have to, had well, to wait, update we, mine three times. We used my Raspberry Pi yes. uh, zero, uh, 0W Just because... So the Wi-Fi would... Because work. it has Wi-Fi, yeah. Because... Otherwise, you'd have to link it up to a different computer or link it straight to the Wi-Fi. The Raspberry Pi Zero, it comes with... It's much more simpler than the Raspberry Pi W because it doesn't have the Bluetooth and the Wi-Fi, but it's just a motherboard or the computer itself without connection or ability to connect to the internet. Which is all fine if you already have all your stuff loaded on. So if I had a Pi Zero W, which I used to update everything, I could make just a million micro SD cards and just plug them all into Raspberry Pis. Zeros. Yeah. standards so we updated it and it updated the entire thing in about 20 minutes versus an hour and a half and that was good and then after we did that we connected to it through the um network from my laptop and we transferred some roms over from it which you shouldn't buy unless you have the legal rights to and or else you might want to check the laws in your local place to see if downloading roms is legal or not yeah because you, you don't want to get arrested you don't want to get in trouble for that so, yep. or else you'd be a pirate. That's no good. So, I downloaded ROMs that I had legal status for, and then I would transfer them over. So I had a couple GBA titles. I had a couple Game Boy Color titles. Okay, GBA is Game Boy Advanced. Game Boy Color. A um, couple uh, SNES, which is the Super Nintendo system. NES, which is the Nintendo Entertainment System, or the Famicom. Um some Sega Mega Drive if you're in any state besides the US and the Sega Genesis if you're in the US and then some MAME or MAME which is basically old arcade machine games I load them all up on I reboot the system so we'd recognize them and went to play it so we click over to Game Boy Advance okay so this was trial and error because like it took a while it took quite a while for us to get used to it so. and just to figure out the stuff but once yeah. we had it done, it's easy to go back and do it now, now that we know how. So, overall setup, a little frustrating, but once we figured it out, it was pretty easy. Oh, tell them uh, what system or what kind of Raspbian you used. I used uh, RetroPie, which is basically you just go to the RetroPie website and you just download that. Yeah, it, it's a, basically a gaming platform yeah. for uh, based off Linux. Yeah. Well, so is Raspbian. Raspbian, They, they yeah. run Linux, which is basically... 90% of supercomputers are run off of Linux, but almost every single uh, consumer computer is based off of, like, Microsoft or Apple OS. So, we booted it up, and we booted into Game Boy Advance. And we're just like, alright, let's see if we can run Sonic Advance 3, which is one of the fastest games on the Game Boy Advance, because you have to process everything at once, because it's supposed to run really fast. Mm -hmm. Boot it up, and we start going, and you hear this glitchy, lagging 
I wouldn't say mess glitchy. of sound. It was like of sound. It was a whining like so, tone. It was just. So if if you hear the normal like da 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 da, da this was like. It was bad. It was just. It bad. was bad. Yeah, yeah, it was just. It's bad. And so then we load in. It's like, well, maybe it'll run the game good. And the game ran pretty all right. It was a little slow, but I mean, it was playable. It was playable if you turn off the sound. You could still play it and just. But wait, wait, wait. It's not all games though. It was mostly Game Boy games that had really crappy. Um, yeah. So Game Boy Advance games. Game Boy Advance games. Then we go over to SNES, and those ones have a little bit of delay, but not much, not noticeable. So you can play SNES games pretty good. Mm-hmm. And then we go over to Sega Genesis, and same thing. NES, of course, Game Boy Color works perfectly. It's just once you go past the SNES era, you're it pushing gets a it a little laggy, bit. Yeah. So wait, how many times did did yours crash? I think yours was the only one that crashed. Mine crashed three times, and that was only because of um, bad ROMs. Okay, that's what it was. It, yeah. It's not from the actual stuff, but but no, no, you had to. Don't you have to manually change what? Um, yeah, you what, have to manually put them into the right folder and then re- reboot it. Yeah, otherwise it it fails. Yeah. Yeah. So. Also, if it sounds any better or worse, let us know by. Uh, emailing us at jam.cav2019 at gmail.com. Please, we're lonely and we like listener feedback. Yes, please. Um, if, even if you just want to say, Bev is my favorite, screw you, Joe. Please don't do that, but I mean, if you really want to, you can. I mean, not saying um, you should have favorites, but uh, I'm pretty epic. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, but, yeah, basically, I would rate my experience using Raspberry, raspberry Pis as a about seven out of ten. It, it wasn't. It was a good project. Nothing to, like write home about. It, it wasn't like very. How uh, what is it? Uplifting or uh, like well, I I I don't. It doesn't make me love computers more. It's just. It was fun to mess it, around. It's with. fun to mess with. Yeah. And if you break it, oh no, five bucks, ten bucks. Oh yeah. Oh, the, no. the very nice thing is, uh, it, the Raspberry Pi doesn't even have any memory in it. Like no memory. Well, it, has memory it doesn't have storage Mem- memory storage yes so th- that's why you have to have a mini sd card micro. and <clears throat> micro sd card and um there's a port on it where um you just put it in but the nice thing about it is if your raspberry pi like happens to kill itself on accident um you would all you have to do is pull out the sd card put it into another raspberry pi and it would boot up perfectly fine cuz everything's all updated and like present on the SD card. And by accidentally kill himself, we mean if you try and put too much on it and it explodes. Which isn't going to happen, but I mean, you never know. If you do something wrong and you mess with it in the wrong way, everything can explode, right? Humans can explode, right? <laughs> yeah. But no, no. Later on, one of my plans with the Raspberry Pi is, um, I might buy a Pi hat and create myself... Supercomputer! A, yeah, a better computer out of, uh, a bunch of Raspberry Pis. So... Yeah. And how that works is you literally just plug them all together and be like, this is all one thing, not five little things. And they're just like, yeah, okay. Yeah, so they they work together. In yeah, in tandem. So th- it works really good. I watched a video on it the other night It of a guy who used it, and it it's a little bit, it's not the best computer, but it does its job. It, it's, it's pretty cool. So? So... Anything else you want to say, Bebs? Well, uh, that's basically it. That's for me. So next time we'll probably have a couple more people. But as of now, this is uh, Joe and uh, 
Yeah, Bebs, and we'll see you next time on Jamcab. Oh, yeah. All right. See you later. Ah. <laughs>